Yo guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. As promised, hitting it again, Wednesday evening, late night upload. Um, not really late night, but I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, and I'm going to go in-depth on each of these topics. Um, I think I've done one the past two Wednesdays. Um, I've got two interviews that I just, honestly, things have been crazy, so I just haven't had the time to really sit down and like really edit them up to make them sound like, tip-top shape you know the us and ums are gone and and all that kind of stuff so um those are coming very very soon we have two of them and then i'm going to be on a third podcast i'm going to i'm going to be interviewing someone who also has a podcast so he'll be on the show here very soon that'll be coming very soon if you guys know andrew martinez from lone star lawn talk he's going to be on the podcast and i believe i'm going to be on his as well so i get to be famous again and be on another awesome awesome lawn care podcast uh it's an honor to be able to, to know so many of the guys in the community now that being said, let's jump right into this. So let's talk a little bit about systems. I have a doc all made so that I can read it <clears throat> so that you guys are getting uh, getting the sauce here. So a little bit of uh, an overview uh, in my past experience talking about today's topic, which is marketing and client acquisition systems. Um, I am not by any means the most proficient person at this, but I do know a little bit. Um, and I know a little bit from some very much smarter than me people. So I'm going to kind of break down what I found that works, uh, what I found that doesn't work as well, um, and some things to be shooting for, some things that I'm building in my business or have already built in my business. So I got seven of them here. I know it's a lot of pointers, but I'm going to blow through each one of them. So the first one is building the foundation, which is like having good appearing socials, Google my business and overall like web activity and presence. A lot of times when people um, even if they see like a flyer or something in the mail, you know, okay, and they're going to resort back to looking at, you know, your your site or your socials or something like that. And if they go back and it's, you know, a ghost town, you haven't posted in forever, you don't have a whole lot of reviews on there, you're not very active on there, the photos are kind of trash, no call to action, none of that stuff, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure, especially if you're planning on running paid advertising off of these platforms in the future. Like if you're running Google local service ads and you have, you know, two reviews you're kind of toast like you're not in a good position so getting those foundations built out and we'll go more in depth i'll do like a mini series on this here very very soon um just some basic things that we're building out like getting more reviews which is actually something i, I need to be doing better at um posting regularly again another thing i need to get better at but i have a, a little bit of something going i have really good call actions my pages are really clean i've got a couple you know a good amount of reviews on each of those um, I've got like a, a free website, which is probably not, not going to cut it for much longer. Um, but it's really clean. There's lots of reviews and stuff like that on there. It's just not extravagant or anything like that. I don't think it's about being extravagant. It's about having a very clean, well put together, uh, with good call to action. And, and it's obvious that you are staying up to date on things. If the last, you know, post was from, you know, last spring okay well that's kind of a problem you know people go on there and they're like uh it doesn't look like he's here anymore or zero reviews that's kind of a problem too so something that you know i'm not going to be a hypocrite and be like oh yeah dude i have 500 reviews on google no i don't so but that's something that i'm working towards it's going to help my business grow as well and it's also going to lay the foundation so that's one thing that's like building that foundation out even before you go into the paid stuff because i found like you're just throwing money away if you don't have any foundation at all um, whereas if you have even like any semblance of a foundation, you can get some really good return on investment, which leads us to number two, which is building the machine, that ATM where you just, you put in a little bit of money in marketing, you know how much you need to put in to get a client out. You go, okay, well, it costs about $150 to acquire a client, including all the time we spent on the phone, um, you know, paying the phone people, paying for the marketing, 
and it's $150 generally for the first two months of spring. Okay, and then after that, it goes to 250, 300, whatever. Um, and knowing those numbers is obviously very good, but if you don't even have any metric to go off of, great. Let's start tracking metrics because if you're not tracking your metrics, if you're just like, oh, I spent money on X, I think I got some clients out of it. That's kind of a problem. Um, you need to know exactly, and I, I see a lot of the big players, they'll have actually trucks where they won't have phone numbers on their vehicles, like at all. The reason being, they can't have a universal phone number because the only true way, genuinely the only true way to track where people are coming from is what phone number they call. So if there's a different phone number for Facebook ads than Google ads, then flyers, then uh, posters, then maybe your trucks is a different phone number, then yard signs is a different phone number, and each of them is a different phone number, all connects to the same people. Um, but you can track how many calls are coming in from each one of those. Um, and if it's your internal phone number, you know it's a referral and those kinds of things. <clears throat> it kind of just, when you have that system in place, and that's actually something I'm looking into is having the doing the multiple phone numbers thing. Right now we just have one and it's just like a you ask them. But I'll be honest with you, some of them either have no clue where they, where they came from or wrong. They're like, oh, I came off of Google. Well, actually, it was their friend over here who told them. And then they said, oh, I'll look them up on Google. And they're like, looks good. So what are you going to count them as, a referral or Google? And it's like, well, okay, they came through the Google phone number. And it's just a mess. Like some people genuinely don't know. Or they're like, I think I saw you on Facebook. They saw you on Google. Or they saw your, you know, they saw you on Facebook, but they only called once they saw you on a yard sign. So obviously the simple the simple solution to that is having multiple phone numbers, which is something that we are pivoting into doing, um, which I think is a really good way of doing things. And honestly, it's not that expensive. Like if you look it up, like it's not that expensive. It's not the end of the world. Um, and you could just route it all to your regular phone number and have like a phone call, like a professional phone calling service. Um, you know, like it sounds official. It, it, it comes and says, hey, are you looking for a new estimate? Type this number right to do a one. And then when your phone buzzes, it's like, okay, either it gets rerouted to someone who just does estimates, gets rerouted to someone who's just in the field helping clients, or something else where it's like, landscape project quotes, click this, okay, well, the landscape project guy is going to get the, the phone call. But if you're just still just a one man band, most for the most part, like you're the one answering the phone, you know, dealing with the clients, <clears throat> all that, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it might just all go to one phone number. Uh, but either way, you can kind of see what they're coming in for. Maybe it's a way of you tracking like, okay, they're coming in looking for a landscaping quote. Okay, they're coming in for a quote. Oh, it's a current client who's calling in right now, that kind of stuff, which actually leads us to picking up the phone and closing the deal. That's another really big part where most guys kind of drop the ball on this. Um, I even see some big players. I'm not going to like, like, listen, there's some big dogs out there for sure, and I'm not going to pretend to be one of them. Um, but I think that for the most part, a lot of people, it's just like, Whoever can answer this phone right now, answer this phone, right? It's, still, it's different for commercial than residential. For residential, like a lot of people, that's what it's like. Um, commercial is generally a little bit more relationship-based where they have like a salesperson um, who knows everybody and has a connection with everybody because it's, it's a couple of very large contracts um, that they can have and that they can have that level of relationship with people um, where the salesperson can know who they are and all that good stuff and they're not getting you know, a million phone calls from residential people. And if they click residential, it sends them to a different line, that kind of thing. Um, so picking up the phone and closing the deal late, right? So for residential, uh, having actually a decent script, like I have a script, a very specific script that I say, where I'm looking to, because <clears throat> a lot of time people, people are like, oh, I'm great at the, I'm great on the phone at sales, you know? Listen, I was, I literally was selling a $7,000 offer 
um, what was this, three months ago, four months ago, like a high, high ticket offer to a cold market. Let me tell you, this ain't sales. People, people are knocking on your door asking for a quote. That ain't sales. <laughs> like you have to, like they know that there's a problem. They know that you're the solution. They just want to make sure it fits with their budget. They're already sold on you for whatever reason. They already saw your marketing. You're like, oh, I'm sold on these people. They're already basically pre-sold. So what are we doing? Like what, why have a script? Why not just like let them in the door? And this is the disconnect because there's, there's some people who come in the door who are kind of cold that you could make warm hot and then make them love you um, and be a great client. But we're expecting them to be like everyone else is just like, yeah, I'm looking for a quote for 40 yards of mulch. You're like, okay, I'll get back to you tomorrow. And then on Thursday, you you know, you get back to them. Four days later, you got, get back to them with, with a quote. And then, you know, it's a whole big thing, right? No, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in just get on the phone with them, walk through the script, right? We want them to to be able to know, like, and trust us. We want them to have an actual reason for us versus the competitor, right? If they have a meaningful conversation with us, um, for example, uh, I was looking at two different coaching programs. I'm not going to say who, not going to say what, anything like that. I was looking at them and I had calls with two different people. And one of the programs was actually more aligned to where I was at with my business. But the conversation I had with the one salesperson was so much better, so much better that I went with the one that I had a better conversation. They're like, oh no, that was stupid. They were close enough that it didn't matter. Um, and of course, if they're close enough that it doesn't matter, which by the way, our service is close enough that it doesn't matter. Is their grass getting cut? Well, they they do this and they they don't flip edge and they don't yeah, but their their grass is getting cut. So it's like it's close enough. It's close enough. We're not wildly different than they are. So how do we actually make our conversation so meaningful that they're willing to to work with us and not call a single person more, right? Like they have a good conversation with us and even if our quote comes in $2.50 higher than, you know, the competitor who they were comparing us to, or they get five quotes and, you know, we're mid pack, but they're like, dude, that conversation, dang, that was a fiery conversation. That was a good conversation. Like they get me, dude, you're going to close the deal, right? Then your price is irrelevant and the price shopping stops. Okay. Easiest way to get people to stop price shopping. One, pick up the phone Two, have a script. Okay. Not a wishy-washy. So why are you calling today? No. Why don't you just say, Hey, awesome. We'd love to get you a quote. Hey, while I while I put this together with you, because by the way, I can just quote you. I can quote you over the phone right now. By the way, most people aren't going to do that. I was calling around to auto body shops and because I'm getting the the truck. The, one of the guys jackknifed the, the truck like it's been like literally a month. We just have not had a chance to get it fixed because running around like chickens with their heads cut off, their hair on fire. Um, and I was finally getting uh, calling people around and I'm also looking to get the truck painted, get decals, all the good stuff because our magnets, we've lost like like a half dozen magnets to the car wash, to the highway. Like, I don't even know where these things are going anymore. But like, we're driving around that blank looking truck. People have no idea who we are. There's no brand awareness, none of that stuff, which is the opposite of what I want to be doing. So I'm like, I'm calling these people. And some of these people are rude, bro. First off, they're rude. Okay. Second, there's literally only one person who's gotten me an estimate over the phone. I'm actually going to go check my email right now because a bunch of them said, I'm going to get you a quote by the end of uh, the end of tonight. So let's see how many people actually followed up and actually did what they said they were going to do. Loading my email up. I'm going to make a point with this, guys. Um, uh, guess what? <laughs> I don't see any attachments. One person was missing some attachments, so it looks like they tried. Other than that, no one got back to me. Literally no one got back to me. They said they were going to get back to me by the end of the day. 
How how likely am I to work with these people? How how would I say it this way? Most of your competitors are not getting back to people right away. They're like this company. I'll get back to you tonight. Did not get back to me. Or the guy who gave me a ballpark number over the phone. Literally one guy. I was like, just give me a ballpark. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't do that unless you come in person. I don't have time to show up from 9 to 5 Monday through Friday. I'm working. Like, I'm genuinely working. I don't have time. Give me give me an S, a rough estimate, and I'll at least go, okay, that's absurd. Or, okay, that's reasonable. Let me come in, bring the truck in because it's reasonable. All right, I'll cut off two hours worth of, you know, I'll cut off an extra mulch job, a four-year mulch job at the end of the day to come get the truck looked at and, you know, because you guys were legit, we talked to him, got a rough estimate that was like, I like that rough estimate. Let's get a hard estimate, right? It could be lower. It could be just a little bit higher. It could be a little bit higher. I don't care, right? They got $1,200, $1,300 to fix this one body panel. I'm like, okay, perfect. One person got me a price of the phone. So you're getting them a price of the phone. You can see I really care about this. Um, and during that stage, and this is actually something that I'm not doing as well. Again, not perfect, not perfect. But when you do this, guys, just try this for me. Just, just, just try this for me. On a Saturday, just have your phone near you. Have your phone near you. When you pick it up, use a script. Have something you're going to say. Why are you just like, hey, this is uh, so-and-so from so-and-so lawn care. And people go, hey, um, you know, looking for uh, an estimate for this, that, and the other. Awesome. Great. Well, I'm actually out on my porch right now. Do you mind giving me like literally five minutes? I'm going to walk upstairs, boot up my laptop. I can get your price right now so that we don't have to waste time with, you know, going back and forth and all this other crazy stuff. You can say it just like that. Right, that's all I'll say it, right? If I'm not right in front of my computer, I'll be like, hey, do you mind giving me just five minutes? Like, my laptop is like literally right up the stairs. I can walk up there and, and get you an estimate right now. You know, I want to honor and respect your time um, and, you know, not have to go back and forth or anything like that. Um, if you want to give me just five minutes, I'm going to get you an exact price. Um, and people are like, whoa, exact price over the phone. I, I'm pretty sure I did like an Instagram reel on this a while back. I think it was like 28 people saw it, <laughs> which is sad, but. It's important, right? It is fine to quote people over the phone. Whoa, what big landscape job? Don't do it, right? If it's going to be like over $2,000, not worth it. Are they going to have $10,000 in jobs they want down the road? Maybe not worth it. If they want to, you know, a $45 cut, you know, every week and they do everything else themselves, they just don't have time anymore. Okay, let's just get them a, an, an estimate, right? And maybe I should do something more specific on YouTube and stuff. Um, there's there's info out, out there on how to like literally use Google Maps to measure someone's property and you just have to know what number you're quoting people at per square foot and then you're good you're chill like you're good to go like it's not that hard and then you just get them a price then and while you're talking to them you're just like hey so uh, why, why are you calling in are you are you new to the area you switching providers that kind of let's say they say switching providers you go gotcha great hey um real quick uh as i'm building this out for you right now i'm actually measuring your property from google Maps. you can just tell them what you're doing i'm measuring it right now uh and i can get you an exact estimate based on square footage and like okay he's not just eyeballing like it's a square footage thing. okay well, sounds pretty official and they're like okay and you're like um what was what was kind of the the reason for making the switch is the company like downsizing and they couldn't I, obviously don't go straight for the oh were they who are you working with oh joey oh my word joey i can't even maybe they like joey just like yeah i just can't can't do the price anymore. We're like, I just have this one guy who's just always smoking. He's like shirtless on the property. I've got kids. Like, I I don't really trust him on the property. Or they're like, yeah, he's just kind of straight away from where he used to be. He used to be just a kid with a mower. I was, you know, I'm just, I feel like I'm just a number to him and that kind of thing. Guess what? Whatever they say. Now, by the way, do not be like, oh, Joey. Joey. Because that automatically says you're like, you're dismissive. You're just trying to agree with them 
and sell them, people are like instantly like, whoa, whoa. Like any sophisticated buyer is going to be like, whoa. Like maybe some old people will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Guess what? They're going to do the same thing to you. They're going to have no level of understanding for you. They're going to be, you know, highly skeptical of you and everything that you do, just like they were with their last guy. Not a good fit. Okay. Anyone who's going to agree with you when you go, oh, Joey, oh, Joey, not a good fit. Um, so I'll be like, hey, you know, what was it about like the last company that was, you know, was there anything like they're downsizing this, that, the other thing? They're like, no, actually. Um, and if they say, why do you ask? Is to say, hey, I just want to make sure it's a good fit for us too. Like if it's something that maybe they're not doing, maybe you're like, hey, I only like them to cut my property with a push mower, the whole property. It's an eight, and you know, it's a five acre farm, you know, a little farmland area. Then we might be like, hey, we're not the company for you. And they're going to go, oh, instantly. And you just, I give them like an absurd example like that where it's like, you know, is if you're, you know, were you looking for like a five acre plot to be push mode, you know, we might not be the fit for you. And they're like, oh, 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 totally get, totally get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. It wasn't anything. Like, and then they'll, they'll make it seem not as bad. So they'll say something like, <clears throat> yeah, they just, you know, forgot to close the gate. And, um, yeah, they just, I asked them to close the gate again. They just, they just kept doing it. And I was like, and you go, wow, well, okay. Do you have dogs? And they're like, yeah, I have dogs. It's like, dang. So like you'd come home from work, let the dogs out. And then the, do- the dogs would get out, like let them out to use the bathroom after being cooped up all day. And then they get out. They're like, yeah, it was crazy. You're like, okay. How many times did that happen? Was it like a frequent thing or was it just like, it happened twice and you were like, you said it once, they didn't do it. And you're like, you know what? I just can't do this anymore. Like, this is just too much. And then they'll give you an answer. And like genuinely, genuinely at this point, they're going to forget their skepticism for the most part. If they are skeptical, they're like, well, I don't really feel like sharing that. I've never heard that for before, but I'd probably just be like, oh, no worries. No worries. I just, yeah, no craziness for me when, you know, whether if you have a dog and you're like, yeah, my dog's gotten out before. It's just crazy. Chase around the neighborhood, you know whatever and then and then they're instantly going to switch again they're going to be like even if they were skeptical before they're gonna be like oh he gets me yeah no crazy crazy chasing dogs my neighbors look at me like i'm crazy i'm yelling their names that kind of thing also i've been here for like five minutes talking about the script so it's important um and just finding like a little bit of report it doesn't have to be crazy you don't have to agree on sports teams or the weather or that kind of thing just be like be a human be a human they're like yeah my dog got out they left the gate open you're like that's crazy it's like yeah i have a um like, I'll speak for me personally. Um, she died recently. R.I.P. Um, but I had a dog, Jack Russell Terrier. I'd be like, yeah, dude, our dog, Dixie, Jack Russell Terrier, like those little ones. They're like, I'm not sure what kind of dog that is. Like, oh, yeah, it's like the dog, like, uh, I don't know. They're like a crazy, like, hunting, like, fox dog chasing, like, crazy dog. And like, oh, okay, okay. Like, yeah, she got out a couple of times. And uh, we had to, like put out things on the next door app and like put up posters in our neighborhood. And eventually we called like these vets and they're like, Oh yeah, somebody found the dog and, and all this. It was just a crazy thing. They're like, Oh my goodness. I know what you're talking about. Right now. There's also going to people who are just going to shut it down. Right. They're just going to be like, um, if you're like, you know, what was it about the last company? It was anything like, um, yeah, I just don't feel like the price was right anymore. I don't think the value was there. You go, okay. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Anything in particular? I'm like, well, I don't think they trimmed around this area properly. You know, they just never trimmed. They never trimmed our property. You're like, they never trimmed your property. You're like, yeah, it was just too much, right? Um, and like, you can honestly find a report with like almost anybody. And if they want to just keep shutting you down, go for price. Just give them the price. 
give them a price. Be respectful to them too. But when you have a conversation like that, people are never going to forget. They're not going to forget. Like, yeah, we ta- I talked to him for like 20 minutes about my dog. And you're like, talk to somebody for 20 minutes? On my lunch break? I guess like my whole, my whole lunch break right there. If you want to close clients that love you, the work you do, and become referral machines, dude, it all starts with the way that you talk to them off the bat. If you're like, Joey's lawn care. Like, hey, can I uh, get an estimate for my lawn? Um, yeah, let me see what my availability is. If you want to call back tomorrow, I'm uh, probably going to be free between um, 9 o'clock p.m. And, and 12 o'clock p.m. It, 12, uh, 12 o'clock a.m. if you uh, if you want to call me They're like oh okay we'll do that thank you bye and you hang up on them or something like that they're not gonna close guys they're not gonna close and sweet talking people doesn't work all the time doesn't work all the time some people it's some people will sell themselves but we're talking about people who are on the fence even people who are already sold you just get them more sold bro it's game over so that script i can uh, again i just went for like 10 minutes on it I could do a whole episode on that, and I will do a whole episode on that. I might do a whole series on specifically, like, scripts, give you guys my scripts, because honestly, it's not that complicated. It's just super basic stuff. It's conversational kind of stuff. Um, but that's a really big deal. Um, closing the deal, following up procedures, because not everyone's going to close on the phone. With a script, if you're, you know, pre-script, you're closing 50 to 70%. In-person is going to close a little bit more, but you just need to weigh what is your t- what is your time worth. Um like for me, I just don't do in person unless it's worth a lot of money now. Um, just not worth the fuel and the time for like, what am I going to do? Like make $5, $10, $15 a week and profit on your property. It's like, it's not worth me taking two hours to drive out there and quote you and then wear and tear on the vehicle and gas and relationships are strained and that kind of stuff. That's not worth it for me. Um, but it's going to, having a script is going to, is going to take your close ratio from, you know, if you're at 50, 70 easily. Um, if you're at 70, 90, 95, right? If you're already doing well, um, I mean, if you're closing 70 plus percent already, probably your pricing's kind of sort of low. You might be on the low side of things. Um, unless all the people are referrals who already know someone and they just love you already. Some people are just pre-sold. Sometimes it happens, but not everyone's going to sell right away over the phone, right? If you're like, Hey, here's the price. Um, we can get you in this day. I think, um, I think Pat, and Nate are going to be your guys. So Thursdays would be the day for you. Um, if that's cool with you and you know, Pat and Nate would be your guys. They're great dudes. They've been with us for a while and they're just rocking. They're super clean guys. Like they're not going to be smoking on your property. It's going to look fantastic afterwards. If they're still like, you know, price or they're, or for whatever reason, you can't finish the conversation that you want to have with them. Something comes up and they're like, Hey, hey, love their conversation. I actually have to go like right now. Can you just send me the quote? I'll, I'll look it over later. You say, awesome, fantastic. They don't get back to you. Or even just following up, especially for like landscape jobs where it's like a very big financial decision where it's like it's a $10,000 landscape job and they're like, oh, I don't know what to do here. Having a good follow-up procedure where it's like text and email and text and email and boom, 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 boom. And having like an automated procedure, like you can do it all manually and just like have like a checklist or set reminders for yourself to follow up with people. But when it's like a, a $45, you know, a week cut, sometimes it's like, it's not really worth me calling them back. Okay, well, you know, in your software, uh, I don't care what software, almost any software, I think, uh, like Jobber, Service Autopilot, Copilot, pretty much anything you can integrate with other softwares to be able to set up automations that will follow up with people. And you can even have ones that have your voice and stuff like that in it. It's crazy. There's crazy stuff out there. 
Um, so having a following up procedure is really important. That's one thing that we do really, really well. We have a really good follow up procedure. Um, and we're just getting into like leaving voice email, uh, sorry, voicemail drops where it like completely skips their phone. It just comes through as a voicemail. Um, and it looks like on their phone, they missed your call and uh, you left them a voicemail and it's like a personable, it's your voice. And they're like, Oh, he called me back. The owner called me back or whatever, whoever your quoting person is, whoever's doing all the quotes and, and, you know, dealing with the front end kind of stuff like that. Um, like a voicemail with their, you know, with their voice in it. Hey, um, just want to just touch base. Hadn't heard anything back. Like, Oh shoot. They called me. I missed their call. And having that too, that personal touch and like making it so it doesn't look like an automation at all. It's just so natural. It just flows, dude. It's automated too. It doesn't really cost anything extra. Close ratio again gets bumped massively, massively bumped. Um, and then incredible client onboarding uh, sequence. So when they come in, what are you doing? Like, are you leaving them a gift basket? Basket? Are you sending them a welcome email? Like a personal welcome email? We have an automation that like it literally is could completely fool anybody. Literally a text that could completely fool anybody, and an email could completely fool anybody. Right, I insert their names in multiple parts. It's like a little piece of code that you can throw in there where it literally like will put their name in there. So they have no idea. They're like, they're, they use my name. Uh, you know, it wasn't, su- maybe it's not super personal. Like, oh, remember your dog, da, 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 that kind of thing. But it's like the closest thing that you can get to that. And it's like very like, welcome to the family. Congrats on joining. You know, excited to see where your property goes from here. This guy and this guy are going to be, your, you know, working on your property at this day because you can just set the automation to throw in the day that they're, first you know appointment is scheduled for um and then yeah it can just be an incredible experience for them and they're just like they feel like they're a member of the family because it's way harder to fire fire uh you as the owner versus like some faceless nameless company way easier so if you do this well you're gonna crush um and just make it a great experience for them when they come on board like people sometimes they're just not they're not even looking for an experience they didn't even know that lawn care could give them an experience but now you're like hey welcome to the family Welcome to the family. Here's a picture of us and our guys. Looking forward to helping you. And it looks super personal because their name's in it multiple times. All that good stuff. Um, and people are catching on like that you can throw their name in there. Um, but I, I found it, it works really well right now. Um, and in the future, there might be ways that like you can add notes. And then the notes like auto-populate in your onboarding email. Dude, game changer. Because nobody will ever be able to pick up on that. Um, and yeah, checking in periodically and getting reviews is really important. Just making sure they're good because like we don't want the last time we spoke to them to be their onboarding like we want to regularly check in on them but we don't want to actually manually check in on everyone it's just brutal to do that so having automations to do that too just systems and stuff like that um getting referrals and upsells again all of that can be automated it can all look exactly like you said it yourself something that happens in my business so those are kind of the seven that i've got um and eight could be like people who didn't close right away you put them in an email um on your email list that you send out to all your clients as well. And then also have specific targeting where like, if you're sending an email out every, you know, every month you send it, you should send out at least one email to your, you know, to your people, probably not more than one. One's probably, probably good. Um, you're like, Hey, we're offering the service. If you'd like quote reply with the words mulch, um, and then not sending it and tagging people specifically where it's not sending it to people who have had mulch done. Cause then it's just spam. Like we're not spamming our clients. And then past people who maybe didn't close, but they wanted lawn mowing, then they see that that hit their inbox like, hmm, I actually would like mulch. Like, I don't need lawn mowing, but I would like mulch. And then they can just reply to you and you have their email in the system. So uh, that's what I got for you guys when it comes to uh, systems, when it comes to marketing, client acquisition, and just 
filling the schedule in general, um, it's not cra- it's not crazy. Like it's really not. Like it could take you maybe a week to set every single one of these things that I just talked about up, right? Building a foundation, making your socials look good, getting a couple reviews from current clients. Not that hard. Call them up. Hey, can you leave me a review? Uh, have a website. I know mine is not the. Uh, don't look at my email, uh, my website with admiration. Go, oh, I aspire to that website. We're working on it, guys. We are working progress. Building the machine, client ATM, like, and having those different methods, like whether it's Google Ads, whether it's Facebook Ads, whether it's um, print or whatever it is, right? Sponsoring different events, um, whatever it is, building that machine out is super important too. And you can get the foundations down. You can have, you can literally go on YouTube find, hey, how do I build uh, a Google Ads campaign for local service-based businesses? Okay, that's how I learned how to do all my stuff with Google Ads, and they crush for me. They crush all season long for me. Client acquisition cost goes up a little bit, but they crush all season long. And it's not like Facebook where it's like, in the summer, you, you throw money on it, and it's just like, literally like flushing it down the toilet. You can just go down the freeway and throw it out the window kind of thing, right? Building that machine, that's probably one of the hardest things. That might take a little bit longer than a week, but getting that set up is definitely only going to take a week. Um, and then track, starting to track things too. Uh, picking up the phone and closing the deal <clears throat> can happen immediately. In a week, is you're taking too long. Uh, follow-up procedures, just got to build automations. I mean, that could take a week. Uh, uh, an incredible client onboarding sequence, again, could take a week. Checking periodically, getting reviews, automation set up for that could take a week. Getting referrals and upsells, automations for that, again, could take a week. So all of these things can be done in a week where you don't really have to think about them ever again. Not really. Um, you still will have to keep up with your socials, get more reviews. Um, you know, you still have to pick up the phone, close a deal. You still have to manage the Google ads, that kind of thing, but it takes so much of the guessing out of it. It's ridiculous. So that's what I got for you guys. That's systems. Um, if you guys appreciated it, drop me a five-star review. Haven't gotten one in a while to be honest with you. So if you guys are enjoying the content, um, yeah, drop me a five-star review. Let me know you're still listening. Let me let me know you're still tuning in. I see the listens, I see the downloads, but uh, I don't see the I don't see the reviews. I don't see the the love, the reciprocity. Um, but no, either way, either way, we're cool, we're chilling. I hope you guys got value out of that. That's killer right there. Like that's the sauce right there. Um, and excuse my young people slang. What I just said is very high value, and not a lot of people are gonna shoot it straight like that. Some people might say it in like 10 different videos, you know, like you just have to piece it together yourself, but it helped me kind of like putting a piece of the puzzle together was helpful for you guys. So you have some action steps, building those foundations, building that ATM, um, that, that, you know, that money making machine where you pump it and get some clients out, having a script, having followed up procedures, having an onboarding sequence, checking in periodically and getting reviews and getting uh, referrals and upsells and having that regular email going out. Um, to people who didn't close and current clients who aren't, you know, utilizing the service that you want to upsell them on. So that's what I got for you guys. Enjoy your evenings. Enjoy your days. Um, Hope business is booming for you. Go get it. Peace.